when you're up against a hostile room of people who don't want to be there. You need real strategies that get results. Welcome to From Hostage to Hero, the show that gives you practical advice you can use right now in the courtroom, boardroom, or classroom. Learn how to move your unwilling audience to one that is invested in what you're saying, eager to participate, and engaged in the process. Learn from the attorney whisperer herself, your host, Sari Delamont. Well, welcome everyone to another episode of From Hostage to Hero. Sari Delamont here with you today, the attorney whisperer. And uh, just want to give a shout out to the uh, recent review that I received over at the podcast, Apple or iTunes. It says, motivating. Sari's podcast helps remind me why I became a lawyer in the first place. She has tips on how to connect with others in the practice of law and in life generally. I'm so glad I found her. Well, I'm so glad that you found me too. Thank you so much for your review. And thank you again for those of you who are continuing to review the podcast at iTunes or Spotify, or the book at trialguides.com. Uh, as of recording today, we have 82, 82 reviews over at Trial Guides, and I am definitely wanting to get to 100. We may already be there by the time this drops, but if you haven't reviewed the book, head on over to trialguides.com. I would so appreciate a review over there. And becoming the first Trial Guides book ever to receive 100 reviews. I am currently the first book that has 82 reviews, the highest reviewed book at Trial Guides. So I'm very excited about that. Well, today we are talking about this concept of acceptance. If you've been following me for a while, then you know about three or four episodes ago, I talked about the what if question and how we can drive ourselves crazy asking what if. In my case, it's about the cancer. You know, what if it comes back? What if I don't see my kid grow up? In your case, it might be, what if I lose this case? What if my client gets angry when I tell them we should settle versus going to trial or vice versa? It's always the what if question is out there. And we talked about in that podcast episode, how to change the question. And so if you haven't listened to that episode yet, I encourage you to go and and check it out because today we're talking about kind of the flip side of the coin in, in that when I was going through all of the what if, what if, what if, it did help quite a bit to change the question. You know, what if good thing happened is, is basically what I said in that episode. Asking yourself, what if on both sides of the equation, right? What if bad thing happens? Yeah, but what if good thing happens? And changing your present reality. But I really got to a place in the last couple of weeks of total and complete acceptance about whether the cancer came back, which is the thing that has been scaring me. I'm not even through my journey and I'm already (laughs) wondering as I go through this, you know, what if it comes back and I have to do this all again? And I wanted to share with you how I got there. And I think it will be very helpful to you as well to really delve into this concept of radical acceptance. You know, I was driving myself crazy, asking myself the what if questions, looking at my daughter, she's only five years old, thinking about what it would be like for her to be raised without a mother, so on and so forth. And I was, I was quite literally driving myself crazy with all of these negative thoughts. And of course, on top of the negative thoughts, I'm making myself wrong because I'm like, you're a coach, you know all about thought work, why can't you get this under control, which is why Kevin was so helpful as I explained in the last podcast on what if, uh, about changing the question. But one day I was sitting there 
and I was letting my mind do what it did. And I decided to accept the possibility of a recurrence. I decided to just be with it. Now, that was very different than what I was doing. I was going over and over all the negative things and all the possibilities of all the stuff that could happen. And I just decided to accept it as though it was going to happen no matter what. And I tell you right now that I have not had in the last four and a half months the kind of peace that I had in that moment and have had ever since until I accepted the fact that I could have a recurrence. Now, I want to walk you through why I think that is and how that can benefit you as well. Because if we're talking about what you all are afraid of, you hear me talk about this all the time, it's losing at trial, which is why so many of you end up settling cases that would better be served taking them to trial. Again, I'm not saying that it's always the best thing to take a case to trial, but you end up settling out of fear, not because it's the best decision for you or your client. And, you know, I'm going to be podcasting here in in a couple episodes about what to do when fear is the reason why you're being motivated (laughs) to do anything, to learn new things, to, to, to attend C-Lose, whatever. And I'll talk in there a little bit more about this, but I do believe that when you decide to settle a case from a fear-based place, that is not the right decision. If you decide to settle a case because of love for your client, love for yourself, love for the process, and you know that it's the best result, that's a completely different thing altogether. So it's this fear. And that's what brought me when I started thinking about this acceptance, because I was kind of knocked back, quite frankly, to tell you the truth. I was just knocked back at how much peace I had once I finally allowed the possibility that recurrence would happen regardless, that after going through this horrible, (laughs) horrible chemo and now heading up into uh, surgery and then radiation, that I would have to go ahead and do it all over again when I finally allowed it into my awareness as a real possibility, instead of being fearful of it, the peace that flooded over me was just so incredible that I, I couldn't help but share this with you. So let's let's pull this apart and, and talk about why this is. You know, when we talk about acceptance, we also have to talk about the opposite of acceptance because this is where I think this really starts to make sense. In that, when you are not in a place of acceptance, you are in a place of resistance. Let me say that again. When you are not in a place of acceptance, you are in a place of resistance. The opposite of acceptance is resistance. And you've heard the saying before, what we resist persists. And so that's a huge piece of this. But let's pull this apart even a little bit more. You know, when you are in resistance, and I was talking to Kevin, who again, my husband, Kevin, if, you do, if you're if you new to us, he's also a, a coach and is just wonderful when helping me kind of unpack some of the things that are happening to me. It's great to talk to another coach. But I said, what do you think it is about this, this resistance piece and why why giving that up gave me so much peace and and relief. And he said, you know, it's giving up the fight. What I've seen you do for the last several months is be in a fight. It's like you're, you've got your, 
dukes out. You've got a, a sword up. You've got a, a shield in front of you. And you're fighting this possibility of this recurrence. And when he said that, it all made sense. Because being in that resistant place is tiring. No wonder I had immediate relief when I let those things go, when I let my guard down, when I actually allowed for the possibility that this could and most likely will come back because it's a very aggressive cancer. When I allowed myself to go there in this way where I just surrendered is the word I'm looking for. The peace was immediate. Why? It's not about the acceptance. It's about letting go of the resistance. That's the peace that I want you to get today. You know, because you can say, well, sorry, I, I can't accept it. I can just, you know, uh, say that it all is good and, and it still doesn't feel good. I still feel like I haven't accepted it. Yeah, because you haven't worked on the other side of the coin, which is the resistance. You have to give up the resistance to be able to have acceptance. That's the piece that I really want you to get. Now, when we're talking about acceptance and how to accept things and how to really, as we're, we're uh, learning today, it's not about how to accept, it's how to let go of resistance. I've got three things for you that I think will be helpful. The first one is that to be able to do this, you have to fully be in the present moment and focus on the present moment. See what happens when we are afraid of having an outcome appear, whether that's losing at trial or cancer returning or whatever else in your life that you're dreading and and worrying about. We are future focused. We are in the future and nothing can be done in the future because the future doesn't exist. The only thing that actually exists is the present moment. So you have to allow yourself to actually be present now and in, in order to give up the resistance and, and move into acceptance. So how do you do that? Well, there's plenty of ways to do it. My favorite way to do it is to breathe and to ground myself and to get in my body. You've heard me say before that lawyers feel as if their bodies are just a way to carry their brains around, right? Because everything that's happening is happening between your two temples and that's what's most important. And I do love my brain. I love your brains, but the body carries so much wisdom. In fact, I have a podcast episode on body wisdom if you want to go back and listen to it. But you have to get into your body because the body is always in the present moment. It's the brain that takes you into the future or the past. The body is ultimately present. It cannot be anything but present. So get into the body by breathing. You might, if you're uh, seated, put your feet on the ground. Really get yourself grounded. If you want to lay on the ground to feel your, your, your sit bones, your, your heels, the, the, the shoulder blades into the floor as you breathe and just get present. That's really the first step in moving away from resistance and toward acceptance. The second step that I'm going to give you is to actually visualize the event or outcome or thing that you are trying to desperately avoid happening. So for me, that is the recurrence for you that might be losing a trial or whatever else thing that it is that you're worried about. Now, this is different, by the way, than catastrophizing. 
So what we tend to do is go and think about the bad thing happening and then we catastrophize about it. We just think about all the horrible things that are going to happen and we're going to lose our job and our spouse is going to lose or miss or um, divorce us or whatever else. That comes from a saboteur, fear-based place. That is not what I'm suggesting. This is why I want you to get grounded and present before you do this. So what I want you to do instead, as you are breathing and present and in the moment, is now let your mind go there, but from this place of calmness and groundedness. And what I want you to do as you're visualizing this outcome is to visualize yourself being the way you would want to be if this actually ended up happening. How would you want to handle this? So for me, when I started thinking about, and instead of catastrophizing, I go, my God, my, mo- my daughter's going to grow up without a mother. And, you know, how is Kevin going to make the house payment without me? And, you know, all the things that I was doing from my saboteur place, from my catastrophizing place. This time, I allowed my brain to gently visualize getting the news that the cancer was back. And as I got that news, I thought to myself, how would I handle that? If I was coming from my highest self, from my inner leader to go back to the last podcast, what, what would I want to be like? What would I want that experience to be like? And I saw myself talking with a doctor with options. I saw myself living to the fullest. I saw myself knowing that regardless of what I don't want happen or do want happen, that I ultimately are, are, am out of control or it's not out of, in my control. It's out of my control. And therefore, having this resistance to this is futile because it's either going to come back or not. There are things that I can do, just like there are things that you can do at trial to help it not come back, change some of the things I'm eating, exercise more, all of those things, you know, cut alcohol out, so on and so forth. And there are things that you can do at trial, for example, to up your game. But ultimately... It's out of my control whether it's going to come back. In some ways, that decision is probably already made. So it's futile for me and for you to put up this resistance to something that is. I think that's where my big piece came from as I I let my mind wander over the possibility of this coming back. And again, not in the catastrophizing way. I recognized how futile it had been to have that sword and that shield up and be fighting and resisting this because in many ways it's already been decided. And and that way I can truly accept it and understand that if it's already to be, I can choose how I want to be with that. Because that's really the the third thing, which is focusing on what you can control. When we start to think about all of these possible scenarios and we get freaked out about them and we start putting up the resistance to them, it's because we on some level think we can control it by doing that. That's our our attempt to control the situation by putting our, our minds and our bodies through this horrible fight where we put up the guard, we put up the shield, we we don't allow ourselves to actually feel. And so the third thing is to Actually focus on what you can control. If the cancer comes back, how am I going to be with that? If I lose the trial, how do I want to be with that? That gives you so much power and so much relief. That's a huge part of acceptance. 
Which brings us to the fourth thing. Yeah, I have four things today. I know you guys know I love my threes, but I have four for you today. The fourth one is really, really important. Really important. And that is to feel it. There has been many, many times over the last four and a half months that I have felt like things are great and then boom, it hits me and I just lose my shit. I just cry. I'm, I'm inconsolable. And I tell you right now, those are the moments that have helped me get through this. It's not helpful for me to shove my feelings down, to be toxically positive, which I, I think I also have done a, a um, have I done a podcast episode on that? I'm not sure that I have, but I have problems with toxic po- positivity. You've got to feel it. That's part of letting go of the resistance. And I think it's probably actually the biggest part of the resistance is that we know on a certain level that if we let go of this resistance, this resistance is acting as a shield. It's acting as a protection. And we're scared not of losing trial, not of the cancer coming back. What we're scared of is actually feeling what that would feel like. My friends... We are scared to feel, and I'm here to tell you that feelings cannot hurt you. In fact, feelings are the way forward. They are the thing that is going to get you through this. Because every time I allowed myself to actually sit, in fact, this time when I had this major moment of peace, and I allowed myself to both think about it, think about how I wanted to be with it, what I could focus on, and then just really feel what it would feel like to get that news that it had come back and to cry and to feel that in my body and to release the resistance against that feeling and welcome it, welcome that feeling of what it would be like to receive that news. There is relief there. There is peace there. That is the thing that I don't think many of you understand. You're fighting so hard to resist feeling bad that you are missing the peace that is available to you as you head up into trial. Because so many of you are torturing yourselves. What if I lose? What what if this happens? What if, you know, like my client, blah, 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 blah. And peace is available to you if you would accept that it's possible you could lose, that you will be fine. And the worst thing that can happen is that you're going to feel something and that feelings are the way. You can say, well, sorry, it's not the worst thing that's going to happen. I mean, I could lose my, I could lose my, my practice. I could, you know, my, my client, this and that. Listen, we are survivors. That is what we are as humans. We are wired to survive. You will survive even if that happens, which in most cases, I'd say the majority of cases, it does not happen. That's your saboteur talking about that. So to recap, because I've been going for a while here. Wow. I just looked down. <laughs> there are four things to move you into acceptance. And, the, and, and before I t- say what those are, again, you have to recognize that the opposite of acceptance is resistance. And so it's really not about how do you accept things. It's how do you let go of this resistance because the resistance is acting as a protection for you to avoid feeling. So again, the four things are first, get ultimately present, really present by grounding yourself, by breathing. Then second, let yourself visualize the outcome that you're so dreading. But now from a place of wisdom, from your inner leader, really looking at what 
and how you want to be should that happen. Which brings us to the third thing is focusing on what you can control, how you can work or act now. For me, there's so many things once I recognized, hey, this could come back that I want to change about my life right now in case it does. And for you, if you have this this outcome, I want you to be asking yourself, what would I do differently should this outcome happen? It may not be anything, but it's a great question to ask yourself. And then three, uh, oh, no, that was three. Then four, allow yourself to really feel it. Let yourself go there. Drop the resistance. We think that the resistance is protecting us and giving us peace, but it's doing the opposite. True peace is, is found when you let go. Well, I hope that's helpful. Longer one than usual. And so I'm in my chemo week even, and here I am uh, um, doing this podcast. But I just felt so strongly that I had to share this, this amazing, miraculous moment of peace with you that I hope that it has resonated. If it has, would you let me know? Go to the From Hostage to Hero Facebook group. You can post there and say, hey, just listen to the podcast and it spoke to me and here's why. I would love, love, love to hear from you there. I've been wanting to be more active in there. I am in there once a month. Um, I will be going on medical leave pretty soon. So I'll miss you um, for the the weeks that I'm out. But do uh, post in there because that would be really, really wonderful for me to see. All right, my friends, we'll talk soon. Thanks for joining me today. If you benefited from what we talked about or just want to let me know you enjoy the podcast, go ahead and leave me a review on whichever platform you use to listen to From Hostage to Hero. Add a comment and I just might give you a shout out on an upcoming episode. In the meantime, head over to fromhostagetohero.com to order your copy of my book, From Hostage to Hero, Captivate the Jury by Setting Them Free. And to get on my mailing list, I send out trial tips and encouragement right to your inbox every single week. And while you're there, make sure you join the waitlist to become an H2H crew member when we reopen. We only open a few times each year and you do not want to miss out. I look forward to our time together in next week's episode. Talk then.